Hello, everyone. My name's Caleb Davis. I'm Joel Drzymski. And this is The Rabbit Trail? Wait, where is everyone? Uh, Why are we in your kitchen? Well, you see, Joel, uh, this week, both Jeff and Noah are super busy working an event at our school. Losers. And so they can't record this week. So that means our options were either have Stallion sit in a room and talk by himself to himself for 45 minutes or have me figure out something else to do. So why did you pick the clearly inferior option? Well, (laughs) I wasn't sure that our audience was ready for the sheer awesomeness that would have been Stallion by himself for 45 minutes. Man, I would have been ready. I would have been ready for... We would have had so much Santa talk and so much Animorphs talk. <laughs> it would have been the, the Christmas in, what, June? Christmas in June slash Animorph episode. I guess you can keep that on the back burner for December. That's true, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool, yeah. So that's what that's why we're in my kitchen and why we're in Iowa Doing, doing it this way Ooh, instead. The Rabbit so, yeah. Trail Southern Edition. <laughs> nice. We're so Southern. We're so Southern. Literally two hours south. Of, Would you like of some where... bourbon whiskey? <laughs> bourbon. Bourbon whiskey. <laughs> uh, it's fun. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we have Joel as a guest so that I'm not talking for 45 minutes by myself. Mm. That would drive me crazy. I well, can... I can imagine. What are you supposed to talk about intelligibly for 45 minutes? I don't know. And you would think I would, because currently I'm not working during the days, but my wife is. So I'm oh, okay. home alone for hours on end. I don't really know what I, like, I might talk to myself. I might not. It's like one of those things you don't pay attention to until someone else points out that you're doing yeah. it. But even then intelligibly because like just talking right. to yourself can be like oh that doesn't go there yeah hmm i can't believe and this. The, yeah, yeah. Like, oh no like <laughs> like yeah that's not you, you can't post that as a podcast for 45 minutes no that's called a twitch stream where you just play <laughs> video games and uh, wait that doesn't go there uh, dead again uh, oh no that would be our twitch stream at least yeah i, t- I tried to make a uh a gameplay video. Oh, did you? A couple weeks ago. I did Game Dev Tycoon. Nice. Because it was like the only game I had on hand at the time. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I see... You think those game, like, Let's Play videos are going to be super easy. But they're not because you have to, like, come up with something that's, like, engaging. Mm-hmm. Especially with a game like Game Dev Tycoon where the yeah. gameplay is, like... You don't really do anything. No, it's... it's just clicking... Yeah, it's like, it's not an action game, it's not an adventure game, it's got like a story-ish. It's like Roller Coaster Tycoon, but without roller coasters. But yeah, at least Roller Coaster Tycoon, you have dumb stuff yeah. in it, like you can, like, you you know, you make death coasters and yeah. stuff. Or trap people. Yeah, so I have more respect for like the Let's Play community than yeah. I think I ever yeah. did. I think there is an art to... Being able to pay enough attention to the game mm-hmm. that it what you're watching is interesting, while also being able to have enough mentality to talk about it in an mm-hmm. engaging way. That in, I'm sure. I think I recorded for like 20 minutes and cut it down to like six minutes. Oh yeah. So I would imagine that most let's players 
end up with like a few hours of footage Probably. and then just cut it down into the best parts of the game. But I think I I recorded it like on a whim, like 20 minutes before I had to go pick up my wife from work. Nice. And so I was like, well, <laughs> this is all it's going to be. So yeah. Great. Yeah, that's cool. So um, yeah, it was worth, I wanted to try it and I did it and I probably won't do it again. I just remembered that I have hours and hours of stuff to edit. Oh, um, good. And it, I'm, I'm having a little PTSD right now because it's so much stuff. <laughs> You've got stuff. that thousand yard stare. Yeah, it's so much stuff. So mm-hmm. what it is, um, I don't know if I've talked about this on, on the Rabbit Trail before, um, but it's a, it's a new podcast that's going to be coming out. Mm. Um, it, it's it's going to be on a separate cha- channel. I don't know what feed. you call it. Yeah, separate feed, separate account. I don't yeah. know whatever you want to call it. Either in, it through Anchor, in the Rabbit again. Trail. Yeah, I'll probably do it through Anchor. Just, oh, man, I I love Anchor. Anchor's great. It's so easy. Mm-hmm. It just the easiest way to start a new podcast. That's mm-hmm. that's their slogan for a reason. Sponsor the Rabbit Trail Anchor. <laughs> That was a we, subliminal message. We probably need more listeners before they would be willing to do uh, that. I mean, but fair. Anyways, so um, this podcast, it's it's a and d podcast where where I have some hmm. of my friends play a dudes through a Dudes and camp. Dames yes, podcast. Yes, Dudes and Dames. <laughs> no, no, no. Dungeons and Dragons. Troll. Oh. Um, but it's it's kind of my own little homebrewed version of it um, called Gnome Quest. Good. Because all of Good. the characters are gnomes, and it's great. <laughs> it is. It it's. We recorded the whole thing, and we have like ten plus hours Good of, of raw audio. That's a lot of. And I need raw to whittle audio. my way through it somehow. And I'm I'm starting to think to myself, gee, if only there was someone, or some some sort of company that that could help me. <laughs> With my with my this is audio the best problem, I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm impressed. So for those of you who don't know, uh, Joel does audio editing. Uh, Joel, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, so, like audio stuff is what I went to school for. I did um, like music production stuff, kind of mm. like Jeff. Yeah. Um, and radio stuff, also also like Jeff. Um. But I, I really enjoy working with audio, so um, my wife and I just started renting an apartment a little over a month ago. Um, so I've set up uh, like a decent-ish home studio space in there um, that I've been working out of. Um, so yeah, I record in there. I I score. I've scored film projects and stuff. Yeah. In there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You had time. you had stuff in um, the film festival. Yeah. Several years ago. A couple ago years ago. A couple years back. Yeah, I scored um, a couple of animated projects. And one of them won one year, right? Yeah, the, the I animation did. It category. Won, won best animation. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah. So so Joel Drzymski audio. Um, I'm actually gonna have him help me work through gnome the monster that is gnome quest. <laughs> Season one. Ten hours of raw audio is too much for one man. It is. I I need Joel Drzymski audio to come help Good. me out with this. It's a subtle plug. If you need Joel Drzymski audio, <laughs> that's www.joeldrzymski.com. 
Wait, is that really? Yeah, it is. Nice. Okay, yeah. good. I wasn't sure if you had a, like a website set up and stuff. No, yeah. But cool. Okay, good. I bought my domain name back when it was 99 cents. Nice. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, GoDaddy. <laughs> nice. Another little little plug. We're just plug. plugging away today. That's all this show is now. It's just, just plugs. plugs. Lots of plugs. We'd like to plug, uh, let's see, what are we using right now? Thule laptop cases, uh, the Blue Yeti microphone, uh, the yeah. 2015 MacBook Pro, <laughs> um, also the iPhone, <laughs> uh, the, the board game Dominion, which is on the table right now, pure vanilla extract. <laughs> yeah, we both did a shot before we started the show, pure vanilla <laughs> That's my favorite thing. You get home after a long day of work and you just take a shot of pure vanilla extract. I like to make myself a nice vanilla decoray before I sit down and watch my YouTube videos. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, Joel is also going to help me um, with some music projects that I'm working on. I know I've, I think we've mentioned Pond Dolphins on the show before. That's uh, my my little side project that I've been Your working side on. Side project? for a while but haven't got any progress done like i have lots of okay stuff, you have just... you have a lot started yeah but i haven't moved since then right you have so many songs yeah. started mm-hmm. i just need to to finish them mm-hmm. and then joel's gonna help me master and and all, all that other stuff that he that Woo-hoo. he does so joel actually while we're here because this is something that i don't really know mm-hmm. can you kind of really simply walk through what mastering actually is okay mastering is stupid is what it is cool it's the part of the process that everyone's like oh yeah did you get it mastered yeah well, who did who did your mastering bro and it's like okay but what is it <laughs> <laughs> so it's um, one of those words that like people just say all the time yeah but so mastering is basically like it's the final layer to okay. an album. So, um, with a song, when you mix it, you still have all these like um, dynamic like peaks and valleys mm-hmm. in the song. Yeah. Um, so mastering, you're essentially trying to bring the whole song to roughly the same level the oh, whole way through okay. and make sure it never clips. It okay. never gets above cool. um, zero decibels digital. I forget what the technical name for that is yeah um and then there's uh, a lot of albums will have like an eq on the whole album okay um which is why um there are some albums which is it's why albums sound cohesive all yeah. the way through it's why the volume doesn't jump around um, okay nice. that's essentially it cool. so that Good. like yeah you know you can throw one album on and probably not have to mess with the volume control nice okay Good. Well, you learn something new every day. Yeah, that's that's the basics of it. Yeah. Cool. So, I don't have a segue for this, but we... <laughs> just go. Just we, go for it. We kind of briefly mentioned uh, before starting the episode, uh, talking about children's entertainment. Yeah. Because um, I, I think this is a really... PBS Kids! Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's kind of where I was going to go eventually. Huh. Um, but like, is this, is this based on the Odd Ones Out video he did? Actually, I did Kids? just watch that like <laughs> last night. It's great. Yeah, it is. It's so good. Uh-huh. I love the Odd Ones Out. I, I love YouTube. YouTube is so cool. Big channel, over a million <laughs> subs. 
Ah, okay, I think that also that's three YouTube references yeah. that we've gotten so far. Probably, that's what I do during my days. Probably no one will get Even them. when I'm like working, I might have YouTube you just, on you just in the background. YouTube, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, but anyways, children's entertainment. Because I think this is like really slippery ground. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there's almost zero middle ground for kids' entertainment. It's either like, this is pretty good, or geez, this is trash. Yeah. So like... You, you like obviously you grew up watching some children's entertainment. Uh huh. What what kind of stuff did you watch growing up? So um, when I was really little, my family had like extended cable, so we got like Nick Jr. Oh, and, okay. Nice. Uh, Disney Channel and stuff. Um, so like I was pretty little, so it would be Nick Jr. Playhouse Disney back when it was called that. Yeah. Um, trying to think. Blue's Clues was like yep. mm-hmm. the number one show I watched as a kid. Um, yeah, I watched which, a lot of that, too. They're bringing it back. They're, Wait, like, again? Yeah, they're rebooting Blue's Clues. Why? I don't know, but they were doing open auditions for the host. And oh, my I, gosh. I was, like, really tempted to Dude, audition. Dude, I would have auditioned for that. Steve was my favorite. Even just to say that I did it. Like, even right. if they never even were like, yeah, we want you to actually come and audition. Mm-hmm. Just to say, yeah, I sent in a resume to audition for Blue's Clues. Yeah. I was part of the audition pro- or process for Blue's Clues. So that now, been cool to say. I will say, so in my opinion, Blue's Clues was was quality mm-hmm. kids entertainment. Um, I don't know how true that is because I haven't actually watched it since I was a kid, and y- y- yeah, it's hard to tell when you're a kid what's actually good, <laughs> right? <laughs> but I, I, what I will say is because I thought it was quality. When it came time for Steve to leave mm-hmm. and Joe or whoever came in, I was very upset. Oh, um, my grandparents were visiting my family the day that happened, and they still bring up <laughs> how hard I took Steve leaving. Cause oh man, I couldn't. I couldn't finish the episode. I Are you I left the room crying, <laughs> and I was like, "Mom, Steve's leaving." Okay. And she That's thought so it was funny. the cute. They thought it was the cutest thing, and so well. And then, I just remembered this. My brother got like a DVD when he was real little, but yeah. it was like ten years after this, and it was like the top ten episodes of Blue's Clues, and that was one of them. Oh. And I watched it again with him, and I was like twelve or thirteen, and I got choked up again <laughs> when Steve left. I was like, I think that's so funny. This was the most well executed. <laughs> Character death in a yeah, children's Yeah, because he, like, left. Like, it was a whole big thing. Like, yeah. didn't he go off to college or something uh-huh. like that? Oh, man. Yeah. What a crazy thing. See, now, I actually saw something on, I think it was on Facebook a while ago. Is a video where <clears throat> the actor who played Steve was, like, it was, like, a where is he now kind uh-huh. of video. And, like, I don't know exactly what he's doing now, but he was just talking about his experience doing Blue's mm-hmm. Clues and stuff. And then he was like, yeah, if, like, it would be really fun if we could actually bring back bring back the the show, but like do it as more of like a mystery type thing. So you like actually have to follow the clues instead of just oh, like, yeah. what do we need? Like where's Adult the notebook? Adult blues clues would be so fun. <laughs> like yeah, but it's like I don't know. Like <clears throat> you can go. They would have to do it live. Yeah, but then they have they could have like an app where you vote on the choice oh my that gosh. Steve makes or something. You that have would three be so choices. Funny. And then they have to do that after the commercial break. That could also get super messy. Oh, it could. Um, but yeah, yeah, so that was cool. But so, okay, going back, <clears throat> um, 
You, you, I'm assuming you also consider Blue's Clues a quality children's I would consider Blue's Clues a very good show. What made it a good show? Like, like what was, because like remembering the, the format of the show, Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, the theme song Mm -hmm. and then it's like, oh, hey everyone, like we're here and, and here's Blue and then Blue runs off and and does something and then Steve like tries to find out what's going on. Yeah, Steve's trying to figure out what activity Blue wants to do or Mm -hmm. what food Blue wishes to partake in. Yeah, Yeah. something like that. And then they find the paw prints on stuff along Uh the way. And then at the end, they take all of the clues and they think about them in context of each other mm-hmm. and then come to the conclusion, oh, Blue wants to bake a cake. Mm-hmm. Like, so, like, I guess, like, format-wise, it's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. And there isn't a lot of, like, there's no real story arc. Like, it's just every episode is another, uh-huh. let's find out about this thing. Like, yeah. what does Blue want to do? I think there's, do? like, a few, like, additional characters that join the show yeah. and then get to mm-hmm. know them better. Like, there's the cat. Yeah, who like joins Periwinkle. Later. Yeah, that's uh-huh. his name. And Magenta comes in uh-huh. She later. gets glasses. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, so, like, I, it seems very simple, mm-hmm. which I mean is good, because for kids programming, you don't want it to be too complex, because mm-hmm. otherwise it just goes straight over their head, and then they don't want to watch it. Right. Um, but there also needs to be enough meat to it so that they, one, actually learn something from it, because mm-hmm. most kids' entertainment is meant to be uh, educational as well as entertaining. Yeah. Um, and if it's not, it has like a moral. Yeah, yeah. So they need to be able to learn something from it, but you also need to be able to repeat it like over and over mm-hmm. and over again and if there's like if it's just the bare bones formula like if if they didn't put any work to like making it mm-hmm. different then like it would be a flop mm-hmm. so like what what are the things that made it good for what one thing for me i think steve was that's, really cool. that's what i was gonna yeah. say like steve was he was the cool big kid because he was yeah. he didn't he was like an adult, but mm-hmm. he didn't feel like your dad. Yeah. He uh-huh. felt like your I don't know. Like like an uncle or something. Yeah, like, like your cool he's, uncle. He's a, yeah, or fun cousin guy. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I think another fun thing that they did was like the the blue skidoo when they jumped into books. Mm-hmm. Like I I always thought that was fun and I would I think when I was a kid I would pretend that I could do the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, so you have a you have a good lead character because then Blue isn't actually in the show all that often because no. she's running around doing stuff. She also can't talk, so yeah, she's not yeah. that interesting. So it's a super simple supporting character. Yeah. Also, quick question: Did you ever have a debate about what gender Blue was? Um. No, because I think one of the first episodes I ever saw, they referred to Blue as a girl. Hmm, okay. So... Maybe you just paid better attention than I did. Maybe. Because I was convinced for a while that Blue was a boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and my sister would argue with me about that. Mm-hmm. Because she must have also paid better attention than I did. <laughs> but also, I feel like when I was younger, I kind of just assumed characters that I didn't know had gender were boys because I was a boy. Oh, and yeah. Clearly, boys are the best. Clearly. When you're a little, <laughs> like, five, six-year-old, whatever, however old I was when I watched that show. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
So, okay, what's an example of really bad kids' entertainment, then? Freaking Caillou. (laughs) Caillou is this little bald monstrosity (laughs) who gets whatever he wants, and he's bald because he doesn't deserve hair. Do you know why he's bald, though? I actually figured, I actually learned about why. It's because in the children's books he's based on, he's like an infant. Yeah. So he has uh-huh. no hair. And so when they adapted it for TV, where he's older. They wanted to be able to recognize the character. Yeah. So they just left him bald. Uh-huh. Like, so it I, wasn't because Caillou has a deep backstory. It's no, because, yeah. It's because we wouldn't know who he was if he wasn't so darn uh-huh. ugly. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Because like, I, I, I remember also seeing like videos about people with these conspiracy theories about how, oh, he has cancer. And that's why he doesn't have any hair, and that's why his parents give him what he wants all the time. Because, like, he's got terminal cancer, and, like, they're just trying to be good it's to awful. him. And, yeah, it is awful, but also but it's it not true. It's not true. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, okay. What, what makes that show so much worse than Blue's Clues, though? Caillou is not an interesting character. And as a kid, watching another kid do things is not that interesting. Because as a kid, you're fascinated by people older than you. Yeah. And what they can do. So, like, it was cool on Blue's Clues. It's like, oh, this is what Steve does. And he's he's older than me. And then you want to be like Steve. Yeah. Or, like, the kids on, like, Zoom would be a little older than the target audience. They were always, like, like, middle school, high school kids. Yeah. And it'd be like, okay, these kids are cool. Even Barney would have older kids than the target demographic. Mm -hmm. Which... I don't think Barney is necessarily quality children's entertainment. No. But it's certainly not. better than that bald little brat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so different big difference is the the likability of the main character. Uh-huh. If you don't like the main character, it's not a good show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. It's also not a super interesting show to look at. Yeah, like Um, the animation style. Yeah, because actually that's one thing that I found really interesting is like the the fringes of uh of the screen are like not finished. Yeah, it everything like it's white. It's supposed to look like like a watercolor painting or like uh it's in a picture book or something. I always thought that was weird. Yeah, and everything is red, green, yellow or blue. Hmm. Unless it's uh like skin tones. Mostly primary colors. Uh Uh-huh. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. And um, it's terrible. <laughs> and just just as a recap. Why is Caillou bad? Because it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, man. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can feel that. Also, I feel like there wasn't nearly as much of a pattern to that one mm-hmm. either. Um, and not to say that like every TV show has to have a super discernible pattern to it, right. but I think that's part of what makes children's entertainment mm-hmm. more accessible. See, if it was for older kids, I get not having a pattern to mm-hmm. it, like yeah. Arthur, which is a very story-driven show. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so every, something totally different happens to a totally different character in every episode. Yeah, and the only thing that's kept format wise is that there's an 11 minute cartoon word mm-hmm. from us kids and then another 11 yeah. minute cartoon and then basic story progression stuff but, yeah well but, except those couple seasons where it's postcards from you oh yeah or postcards from buster that's yeah that's right because buster left to, to to go 
uh-huh. with Travel the World with his The dad. episode before Buster leaves with all the songs. That one's actually really sad. It's so sad, but it's Art Garfunkel <laughs> doing the songs. So, yeah, of Simon and Garfunkel fame. Okay, so actually, um, one... One thing that I always wondered about, so like in Arthur, they would have like a lot of special guests on the show, mm-hmm. and I always wondered, how did they get those special guests to be on these public broadcasting shows? Mm-hmm. Like, because they had people like Matt Damon, Yo-Yo Ma. That's right, like, Matt Damon yeah, was he on was, there. Yeah, he was in an episode where they were like having Tell a movie Tell Arthur he'll never contest. have lunch in this town again. <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. They're having like a, this video making contest yeah. that they could submit to Matt Damon. <laughs> and then he would judge them. And, like, Arthur made one, and it didn't win. But then Matt Damon was like, you're pretty cool, though. We're going to make a story out of your life. And then it cuts to, like, the theme song. <laughs> uh, That's great. So, yeah, but I, I always thought it was interesting that they were able to get those, like, big-name mm-hmm. celebrities. Like I think Art it, Garfunkel. Yeah. And, I think it spoke to the integrity of the show. Yeah. That these celebrities... Apparently, at least if not them, the people booking them from like their publicity team yeah, or mm-hmm. um, management, they apparently had some respect for the show. Because yeah. I highly doubt Arthur was like making bank. Yeah, I kind of doubt it. Because I mean, like, again, it's, it's a public broadcasting thing. So it's right. like privately funded for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's not like on Nick where they have their own a huge budget and they don't really need right. donors um i don't know that's just interesting to me and then because then mm-hmm. you don't see any shows on those bigger things where they're like oh yeah special guest star matt damon in today's episode yeah. of the, Pe- the penguins of madagascar like, no it's more like hey look hannah montana's on sweet life of zach and cody <laughs> nice <laughs> crossover episode it's, it's all i ever wanted <laughs> Uh, okay, cool. Good talk. Good talk. Yeah. Where do we go next? I don't know. See, don't okay, care. this show is harder with fewer people. It is. And this is why I think it would be really hard with just one person. Because mm-hmm. one of the nice things about having three or four people doing the show at once is you have three or four different takes on a topic. So you can talk about one topic longer, but then also three or four different takes on where to go next. Yeah. Because right now I'm drawing a blank. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I think Joel is too. Oh, we're going to talk about getting your stuff stolen. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, that's right. So I have beef. <laughs> and it's with you, Pete Sola, <laughs> of University of Northwestern, yeah. which I am no longer a student of because I graduated. Good and job, gave them Joel. all my money. Congratulations. But my bike got stolen. My. That's right. That was your sophomore year, right? Because that was the first year I came. Yeah, yeah. Would have been my sophomore year. Yeah. And Pete Sola was just like, well, can't find it. (laughs) And I was like, great. (laughs) Thanks, Pete. Then I have more beef with whoever stole uh, my Bluetooth speaker out of my wife's car. Nice. Which is half, it's partially on me because I have a bad habit of not locking cars Ah. when I leave them. Um, but like, it was a $10 speaker. Like, it's not a nice one. Yeah. It's like one of those little, like, there's one right over there. One of those little jam can Oh, yeah, things. like a jam jar? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, those ones aren't very good. 
No. They're very basic. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. And somebody just took it? Yeah. From your car? Uh-huh. Did they take anything else? They took nothing else. Nice. Which is funny, because there was, like, a phone charger in there, which was worth probably more than yeah, the Bluetooth speaker. Yeah, and that's speaker. at least more practical, too. Yeah. Because I feel like you'd use, even if you have a good Bluetooth speaker, uh-huh. you're going to use a phone charger more frequently than you're going to use the speaker. Right, and I feel like you could sell a phone charger yeah. to somebody. Feel like, yeah, you'll probably have a harder time selling a jam jar. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. you'll be able to sell it, but you won't. I feel like you won't make much on it. But I think they're like straight up discontinuing <clears throat> them too, because I bought oh, mine really? on clearance. Oh, like really cheap. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Joel. I'm so sorry. Have you ever gotten anything of yours stolen? Anything of mine stolen? Um. Not that I can really remember. Like, I've had my spot stolen before. Yeah, that's, that's not the same. That's pretty mildly frustrating. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> or... N- I don't think so. Oh, okay. Actually, one time... Uh, this didn't happen to me. This happened to a friend of mine. Um, but he had a bike. He was also at Northwestern. This is my, my good friend, Jacob Knuckles. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, somebody, like, took his bike, and then they, like, brought it back. Or I can't remember if they, like, left a note or something, and were like, hey, sorry, I just needed this really bad. And then they just, they brought it back, so they didn't, like, keep it. They just took it <laughs> and used it, and then they brought it back. And so, like, for a while, he was just like, I don't know where my bike is. <laughs> I think somebody stole it. And then he, like, found it later, and he was like, okay, here it is. Huh. Like, <laughs> it was That's really weird, weird, but I don't know yeah. that I'd be that angry then. I mean, I wouldn't either, because it's it, it would really just be like a mild inconvenience of like, well, I guess I don't have a bike for now. Yeah. And then you get it back, and you're like, oh, cool. Yep. <laughs> nice. What do you do from there? Um, I guess you just get back on the bike and ride. Right away, Yeah. yeah. Great conversation. Great. So, so, I drove that one into the ground. Conversation. Oh man, <laughs> I'm really sorry. Uh, yeah, but we probably won't. <laughs> um, um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know some, what else is going some on. Dead in the air. World okay, today. we'll probably cut some of this. Yeah. Um, Arrested Development's back. Oh yeah. For season five. Oh yeah. Have you, have you watched anything beyond what we watched? No, I haven't because I'm dumb and, and don't watch things. Okay, so I still haven't watched the last two episodes of Stranger Things Season 2. <laughs> and I, I watched Good. Um, the, the first season and everything except for the last two seasons at the end of last summer. Mm-hmm. It's almost been a year, and I still haven't watched just two episodes. That's funny. I mean, you're I'm home so, alone. I, I know. I can do it now. Uh-huh. I'm just so bad at that. Because a lot of times my first go-to is YouTube. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm watching um, a bunch of people play uh, uh, Starbound okay. on, on YouTube right now. Because that's fun. I don't know. I just I really like the variety of stuff that's on YouTube. and Agreed. I just like YouTube. Um, I don't so feel like, like I'm getting invested in something yeah, too deeply when I yeah. start watching something on YouTube. Also, have you looked into trying YouTube Red yet? 
I'm actually really tempted to do it. Or not even Red, but YouTube TV. Sorry. I have it. Just because I don't watch much of live TV anyway. Sure. Cause, yeah, I suppose. Because Cassidy and I, Cassidy's my wife. Yeah. Um, Wait, we I, have, I really, is she free right now or is she doing She's stuff? at work. Ah, dang it. Yeah. Because I, I would have brought her. I was thinking on. We could have done the marriage episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Because I was like, oh, I wonder if I should ask Joel about being married. And I was like, no, we should have Cassidy yeah. on for that too. That'd be fun. Yeah. But anyway, sorry, I cut you off. But yeah. Um, yeah, we have Netflix um, and mm-hmm. Amazon Prime. Yeah. So we watch most of our shows on there. So. Yeah. I don't know. I just th- this is what I have like been waiting for though, for TV to be YouTube mm-hmm. because I think YouTube is such a better platform for watching cuz you get to pick everything. It's like Netflix but yeah. there's so much more cuz mm-hmm. it's not just movies and TV shows. It's everything. Like you can go from watching a cat video to a documentary on planet Earth. Like mm-hmm. it's ah, I don't know, it's just endless. I is love there it. a free trial or anything for I it? think there might be. I okay. know there is for YouTube Red, mm-hmm. which is not the same thing as YouTube TV. Cuz that's just YouTube with no ads. Yeah. And, and you can watch keep like, listening to music while when you close out of the app. Yeah. And then and, there's also like exclusive Yeah, the exclusive content, which content I that they make. Never in my life wanted to watch the exclusive content. I'm actually kind of curious to see if any of it is good, just because like every once in a while it'll pop up like in, uh-huh. in my stuff to be like, Hey, this is YouTube Red stuff like that's related to what you like to watch. The thinning. The thinning. <laughs> Um, and then I also saw, what was it? There was like this really pretentious, like edgy movie that starred like Logan Paul or something like that. I think like that's that. it. I think was, it's was the that thinning. It? Oh, oh yeah, 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 uh-huh. yeah. You're absolutely right. And I just, what, as soon as I saw him as the main character, like I laughed out loud and like skipped the, the ad. It was yeah. just like, whatever. Uh-huh. There's no way. See, there, there are ad blockers that'll block YouTube ads. Which I have, because like yeah. that's actually every time people complain about ads, I always for like I'm like, oh, what, is that an issue mm-hmm. for you? Because I I never have ads on YouTube. There are certain shows though that I feel like would actually benefit from having ads because they'll make a joke about going to commercial. <laughs> yeah. And then they'll they'll cut to the ad. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe I should turn ads on for this one guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't for know. Say Goodnight Kevin. Oh, do sure. It. Sometimes Odd, okay. Odd Ones Outdid It. In I haven't the PBS watched Kids Say Goodnight video. Kevin for a long time. Oh, I'm so behind on his stuff. I'm his Samson review is pretty enjoyable. Yeah, is it funny? Yeah. Did that movie look any good at all? No, it looked terrible. Great. That's just what I wanted to hear. Uh huh. That means it'll be a good review. Uh huh. As long as Pure Flix keeps <laughs> existing, there will be good movie reviews. Uh, oh, Pure Flix. Just in case any of you don't know what Pure Flix is that we're talking about here, it's eh, it's kind of complicated to explain because they're like a movie company, uh-huh. but they also have a streaming a streaming s- service. streaming service similar to Netflix, mm-hmm. but it's like all Christian movies and TV shows. Yeah. So like for example, God's Not Dead, that trilogy was made by Pure Flix. <laughs> um, I hate it's that a you can say that trilogy. It's a trilogy, Joel. Did you watch the third one? No, I haven't watched Did you watched watch the review for the third them. one? I've So I've watched the first one. It was pretty bad. Uh-huh. I watched a review for the second one, 
it looked just as bad. Mm-hmm. And then I've I've watched some stuff that Kevin put up on YouTube about like his his expectations for the third one, mm-hmm. but I haven't watched his. Re- did he has he reviewed I'm it yet? Not sure if he has. I don't it even might know not be if out it's on out. DVD yet. Okay, so. sure. I know um, he did. Let there be light. The Sean Hannity oh. movie. Okay, <laughs> so I was at um, the National Sean Hannity That's National funny. Religious Broadcast Conference. Yeah, yeah. And um, like the first night we're there, they're like, "Guess what? We just got word that Sean Hannity is going to be here wow. tomorrow morning." And so like the professors from our school and stuff are like, "Oh man, you should. We should go see uh, Sean Hannity." So make sure you get up at like eight in the morning to see <laughs> Sean Hannity. I think I made it down at eight thirty. What does he actually do? He, um, let's see. He because he he's charges re- filed against him for sexual harassment. Oh I know wait, that. really? Yeah, oh, he's a cool. Fox News guy. Oh okay. So they that's, all that's have charges against them for yeah. sexual harassment. Because the the that's star like the of thing. that film is actually Kevin Sorbo, isn't it? Yes. And then Sean Hannity is in it. Yeah, Kevin Sorbo wrote it with his wife. And oh, okay. Hannity produced it, I think. See, okay. But so I saw Hannity talk about it, and even just listening to him talk about it, I was like, one, this movie's going to be bad, and two, Sean Hannity is not a nice person, and three, I don't think he's, like, a wise person. Yeah. I think he's intelligent. Do you know what role he has in that film? What does he do? He plays himself. Oh, he just comes on as Sean Hannity yeah. and, like, interviews characters? And uh-huh. it, that's funny. Yeah, he talks about getting... Starring Sean Hannity as himself. Yeah. Uh, well, I hope we don't get in trouble Oh, it's for a, bashing Sean Hannity here today. It's a beautiful tragedy of a movie. See, I, I want to have some sort of faith in Kevin Sorbo, because, like... I don't know. I don't believe that he's an awful actor. No. I thought his performance was decent in the first God's Not Dead movie. Uh-huh. Like, he does a good job portraying the emotion of his character. I think his character is a poorly written one. Oh, yeah. But um, he, do- he did the best with what he had. Yeah, I think so. And he was in he was in Hercules a while ago. Yeah. So, like, he had He was a, in an episode career. of Psych. He was in... Um, Ah, uh, what's that movie about uh, Bethany Hamilton, the the surfer who oh, lost soul her surfer? arm? Yeah, Soul Surfer. Yeah, he was in that one too. He was he played like a family friend of of the of the family, a of family Bethany, friend the of Hamilton, the family, the Hamilton family. He was a friend of the family uh. who was the family. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, it wouldn't be the rabbit trail if there wasn't at least one stallionism. Mm, I'm just glad it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so a 50 chance. I don't think Kevin Sorbo's a bad actor. No. Based on what I've seen from this movie, he's a bad writer. His okay. wife is a bad writer, too. Cool. Um, this phrase includes, or this movie includes the phrase, selfie for God multiple times oh my yeah i recommend you watch the say goodnight kevin okay review. i'll have to i think do that. he does a great job talking about it <laughs> it's okay it might be the worst movie he's reviewed but yeah so the, wait what the worst movie like, he's so the ever production reviewed quality is not horrible but in terms of like a watchable movie it's terrible. He's reviewed some pretty bad ones. Yeah. See, I don't count, like, the bargain bins. Okay. Where those are, like, just gonna be the worst movies. I don't know. Even then, though, because, like, his review of um, uh, the new Left Behind movie with Nicolas Cage. <laughs> it's true. It was so funny because that movie, it was just so much garbage. Like, it uh-huh. was... It, 
Because, like, nothing happened. They didn't even make it through, like, the first book mm-hmm. in, in that movie. It was, it, it was <laughs> so bad. But, yeah, so anyways, that's, that's Pure Flix, Christian media. Mm-hmm. I think we've talked a little bit about Christian media on the podcast before, mm-hmm. how it's not as good as it should be. Yeah. Which is, I don't know. I, I think there's a lot left to be desired with what we currently have in, in Christian media. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, though, I think Christian media has come a long way. Because I think it started oh, yeah. with super cheesy, make it in your backyard like kind kind of a deal. Well, and even in like the eighties, nineties, yeah. you had stuff like McGee and Me. Yeah, mm-hmm. which are, I mean, they're fun to watch for the nostalgia. Yeah, but, but really are not very good. No, they're super hokey. Yeah, which is focused on the family, so that's mm-hmm. kind of their game. Yeah, but like even even like you mentioned, production quality has gotten so much better. Like that, mm-hmm. I feel like that's not nearly as much of an issue with a lot of Christian media as it used to be, mm-hmm. but there's still so much lacking in the, the story. The production quality is better, but the creativity is still yeah. lacking, so mm-hmm. the production value of some of the movies seems wasted. Yeah. There's no there's no opportunities in most mo- Christian movies for, like, a pretty shot here. Yeah. Or um, a really, like, cool moment with the sound or the music or anything. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. That that's a fun conversation. Yeah. Maybe we can talk more about it later. Um, for those of you who are listening, if there is like a really cringy um, film, Christian or not, if there's like a really cringy film that you like to watch just to make fun of, feel free to call in. Bad and movies. Let us know. Bad it's movies are actually topic. so much fun. What's your, okay. What is what? What's your favorite bad movie? Oh, Birdemic. For sure, yeah. Birdemic, Shock and Terror. I watched it with my roommate my freshman year <laughs> at like two in the morning. At like I didn't enjoy my freshman year of college. But yeah, that was a highlight right yeah. there. Sitting in my dorm with Kyle watching Birdemic <laughs> was one of the funniest things I've ever experienced. Dude, that's so funny. Cause that's isn't there a scene in that movie where they're like swinging a bunch of hangers yes at, at these, the exploding birds they're not exploding yet um, oh okay. but they're so they're just um gifs of like cgi birds just <laughs> static on the screen <laughs> so they're flapping and they're being swung at <laughs> but they're not moving <laughs> and the bird sounds that they use they use the same ones over and over and they're so shrill and obnoxious <laughs> Oh my gosh! And the movie, uh, the movie takes an entire hour to even before you even see a bird. <laughs> it's a wonderful movie. That does sound very good. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I mean, the room, obviously. Tommy was. Have you, have you seen that one? I've seen. I actually, haven't pieces. watched it yet. Um, I have read *The Disaster Artist*. Oh yeah, the book his co-star wrote about mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. the production process, and that's a fascinating read. Is it really? Like, he, what he what talk- actually happens in the book? Does he just explain kind of what happened as they made the film? Well, he does that, but he also talks about how he met Tommy. Oh, sure. And like how he lived on Tommy Wiseau's floor in one of his many apartments for a little while and stuff. And how so, like he had several apartments. And he seems to have like this endless supply of money. How? I don't know. He's a fascinating person. He's yeah, he's an oddball. He's so weird. I saw like some stuff of him on like Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon or mm-hmm. something, and they were like, 
like beforehand someone was talking about him he's like yeah he like he he says that he grew up in new orleans and yeah. like but he seems so eastern european though right. like and it's like there's just some things that like he says about himself mm-hmm. and then also just th- his personality like everything about mm-hmm. him is so quirky and out of you place you can't tell if he's playing along with the joke that he's a weird dude or, or if it's just yeah he's it's completely just oblivious to it hmm it's, it's weird he's so interesting see i i feel like he can't be completely oblivious to it though mm-hmm. because like he okayed the making of the film the disaster artist right with james franco and and um seth rogan seth rogan yeah and to be fair i think they weren't trying to just blast tommy was out of the water with that and no. like just like berate him the whole way through i haven't seen it but if it's anything like the book, it's actually very respectful. Yeah, yeah. Towards Tommy, mm-hmm. um, like it acknowledges the weird things he does. Mm-hmm. But even in the book, the whole time the guy's like trying to justify it yeah. to himself and to the audience. Yeah. What a weird thing. Yeah. What a weird thing. And then the really funny thing about it is that like, it's act the the room is actually a cult classic. Like it mm-hmm. probably has made so much money. Because yeah. it's just such a weird, bizarre film mm-hmm. that people are like, let's watch this. I don't buy brand new DVDs much anymore. If mm-hmm. I buy a DVD it's, DVD, it's usually used. Yeah. But The Room is one of the movies I would consider just hopping online and buying <laughs> the Blu-ray. Oh, man. Okay, we're about out of time. We oh, made boy. it through, we Joel. Did we it. did it. We had a couple moments of panic. We did it, Reddit. <laughs> Uh, there's at least four or five YouTube references that probably no one will get. Nope. Um, but uh, well, the other people on the rabbit trail might. Get yeah, them. yeah. <laughs> so um, we don't have Jeff here, and I didn't think about this. Nope. So I didn't write anything down that we I'm talked about. I'm not on about. this show every week, so I didn't write anything um, down. So, but we, we started with uh, reintroducing you, mm-hmm. talking about what was uh, children's entertainment. Yeah, but, but no, 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 we started somewhere else. We started somewhere else because we didn't have a segue. We talked about Pond Dolphins. Yeah, and Joel Jasimski Audio. Yeah. And Gnome Quest. What? Oh my gosh, there's something before that. There is. There's something before all of that, but I don't remember what it is. Wow. And then we went to Children's Entertainment. We stayed on that for a while. Yep. Um, and then... Then I talked about getting my possessions yeah, stolen. Be- theft. It's <laughs> what a great... What a great topic. Yeah. Um, just me then, just me being angry. How did we get to Christian media after that? Oh. And then bad media. <laughs> That's a good segue. Yep. Somehow. Some, some we did way, it. Somehow. Believe us. You, you've listened to the whole episode. You know what happened. If you know what happened on this episode of The Rabbit Trail, <laughs> call in. Call in. Let us know. And Caleb will put it on the show. Yeah, I will. So if someone needs to explain this, he'll take <laughs> your call in and edit it into this episode and re-upload it later. I'm, uh, that sounds like more work than Because he needs more work. Oh, you did the feedback thing. That's <laughs> I Joel. I Okay, well, anyways, <laughs> we're going to wrap things up with that. My name's Caleb Davis. I'm, I'm Jeffrey Lloyd. And this is The Rabbit Trail. Thank you for joining us. Thanks. Have a great week, and we'll join you again. Well, 
Probably not us. I won't be back. <laughs> I hope not. Hopefully the rest of the guys will be back. Because I'm not very good. <laughs>